0: Welcome to Up and Octave, a podcast by Sonivia. I'm your host, Ruth Spence, founder of Sonivia, the podcast management agency that helps women and non-binary people take up space in podcasting. Up and Octave is here to support you in your podcasting journey, from how to market yourself, how to sound great, how to edit for your specific voice, and how to make your podcast feel like magic. Thanks for tuning in, let's get into it. Welcome back to Up an Octave. Today, we're going to talk about how to get your sweet voice straight into the ears of your target market. Time and time again, I hear about how hard it is to get listeners and how it's even harder to make sure that those listeners are the right ones. Knowing your target market and connecting your show to them helps everyone. It leads you to more five-star reviews. I can't tell you how many times I'll see a two or three-star review that says, meh, It wasn't bad, it just wasn't for me. Which changes your overall rating, and for what? You want the people who hear your show to be the people who will love your show. I'm also a big believer in not wasting people's time. If your show isn't going to be their new favorite show, that's okay. But don't waste their time. You're not going to be for everyone, and that is not a bad thing. There's a podcast that's in Listen Notes Top 1%, and it's about fly fishing. They have a 4.7 rating with over 350 ratings. This is not the show for me, but they're thriving because they're not trying to make it for me. Make your show for who it's for. So who is that? Finding your target audience starts with identifying who they are. If you haven't started your podcast yet, this is going to be a little bit trickier. The first step to identifying your target market starts with the premise of your show. If your show is all about how to get the most out of your cruise, you already know that your target audience is going to be people who want to take a cruise. As you continue to tunnel in and get more specific with your show, you can get more specific with your target market. If your podcast is talking about Disney cruises, your target market's probably going to be people with kids. If it's adult-only cruises, that may not necessarily be the case. If you've already got a show and you've already gotten some traction with your listener base, you can start to get an idea on who's listening by the interactions you're having and the analytics that you're seeing. If you are continuously hearing that people are finding your show in a Facebook group called First Time Cruisers Over 40, then you know that your listener demographic is probably first time cruisers over 40. And you can double check this in your analytics, where you can see, oh, this is kind of the age range that my people are falling into. This is the gender identity that my people are falling into. This is the geographic location that my people are listening from. Unfortunately, though, it's not usually that cut and dry. If you feel like you truly have no idea who you're speaking to, it's time to back up and make sure that you truly understand what your show is about. Once you can clearly state your show's purpose, then you can really hone in on who needs to hear it. And this is somewhere that I recommend using AI. I recommend ChatGPT. You can tell the software everything you can about your show and ask it to create a target audience avatar. Start to flesh that person out and imagine, if you were that person, how you would find your podcast. This is also helpful during the production stage. If you can kind of envision this avatar as being a real person, imagine their haircut and what kind of glasses they wear or what shoes they like to wear. It helps you understand your why a little more clearly. It helps you inject a little bit more humanity and authenticity into your podcast, which I think is always a plus. So as you're imagining this person, you can start to think about a day in their life. If your podcast is about books, you can imagine that your target audience would stop by a local indie bookstore. Maybe they'd be intrigued to pick up a bookmark that had a QR code for your show. Or maybe they're at the cafe down the street from the library, and there they see them. That's a super boots-on-the-ground way to promote, and it can be especially helpful if you're looking for a local audience. If you are talking specifically about one geographic location, it's super helpful to target that location. Now, I'm, of course, a big fan of social media for promotion. Facebook groups continue to be my sweet spot. I often share my show in groups for podcasters and woman-owned businesses because, for the most part, that's my target audience. Now, I can already hear you saying, but Rue, what about the give more than you take and don't self-promote rule? Sure, totally heard you loud and clear. But most groups will either have a weekly post or you can post on a certain day and that's where you can share your promotional content. Also in those groups, if you already know that you're talking with like-minded people, that's where you can genuinely forge connections and organically bring up your show. This is not pushy. This is not just saying hi to serve your means. This is genuinely getting to know someone because of them being like-minded to you, which probably puts them in your target audience. And then when it feels like they would really benefit, that's when you can say, oh, by the way, have you heard my show? I talk about this exact thing there. Or if you do interviews, oh my gosh, it's crazy that we're having this conversation now because I actually spoke with Dr. Such such about this two weeks ago. So all of this is great, but how do you put it in practice? Let's do it together, especially if you're not super comfortable with chat GPT yet. This is going to be a light bulb moment for you. So I'm going to stick with the cruise thing. I'm not a cruise person, which is kind of why I've chosen this, because it's really a thought experiment for me. I don't necessarily have any ideas personally because I've never gone on a cruise and they kind of freak me out a little bit if I'm being honest. So I'm going to start totally from scratch and come up with a strategy right here with you on the fly. So first, we head over to ChatGPT, where I type in the phrase, Please create a target listener avatar for the podcast Cruising with Katie. How to make your first cruise your favorite. I just came up with that. I don't know who Katie is. If there's a Katie who likes to cruise, boom, there's a show title for you. I also always tell my robots please and thank you so that I'm spared in, like, the iRobot apocalypse. Anyway, here is what it comes up with. Name, Lisa, age 45, female background, Lisa is a busy professional who's been dreaming of taking a cruise for years. She's heard stories from friends and family about the incredible experiences they've had on cruises, but she has never been on one herself. Lisa is excited about the idea of a vacation where everything is taken care of, allowing her to relax and explore new destinations. Listener goals. Lisa's primary goals for tuning into Cruising with Katie include gaining a comprehensive understanding of the cruise experience from booking to disembarkation, Gathering tips on choosing the right cruise line, itinerary, and stateroom. See, I don't even know what a stateroom is. I think that's where you sleep. Uh, Learning how to make the most of her cruise vacation by participating in onboard activities, exploring ports of call, and making new friends. Overcoming any pre-cruise anxiety or concerns by hearing real stories from experienced cruisers. Challenges. Lisa, as a first-time cruiser, faces a few challenges. Overwhelm. She's overwhelmed by the sheer number of cruise options and is unsure which one would be the best fit for her. Uncertainty. Lisa is nervous about cruise-related matters like seasickness, safety, and packing effectively. Making the most of her cruise. She wants to ensure that she doesn't miss out on any exciting activities or hidden gems at the ports of call. Podcast listening style. Lisa is a busy professional, so she typically listens to podcasts during her daily commute or while doing household chores. She prefers a podcast that is informative, well-structured, and easy to follow. As a first-time cruiser, she's excited about learning from experts and hearing relatable stories from fellow cruisers. What Cruisin' with Katie offers? Lisa expects it to offer comprehensive guides for first-time cruisers, covering everything from selecting a cruise to packing tips, personalized recommendations and insights about cruise lines, destinations, and the cruise experience. Real-life anecdotes and tips from experienced cruisers to help her feel more confident about her upcoming cruise. A supportive and inclusive community of cruisers who share her excitement and curiosity. How Cruisin' with Katie helps Lisa. Provides step-by-step guides for first-time cruisers to simplify the cruise planning process. Offering expert advice and tips for selecting the ideal cruise ship itinerary. Sharing personal stories and insights from cruisers to help Lisa feel more at ease creating a supportive online community where Lisa can connect with like-minded cruisers to receive answers to her questions. This is obviously a ton of information, but it's all super helpful in crafting where we're going to be targeting our marketing strategy. It also is like such a gold mine for content. If you're one of those people who's thinking about starting a podcast and you're like, I really want to talk about this, but I only have like enough material for five episodes. I just right here, if we're sidebarring, can come up with so many episodes to start off with choosing the right cruise line, boom, choosing the right stateroom. What is a stateroom if you're like me and you don't really know? Um, Hearing experienced cruisers tell their stories. That could be a whole series. Seasickness. You could do a whole episode on managing seasickness, packing effectively. That's also a great place that you could have an affiliate ad for like a suitcase, Hidden gems at ports of call. You could do a whole series on the different ports of call that there are and things to do there. You could potentially also get some affiliate marketing with that. I mean, there are so many episode ideas that you can come up with just by scrolling through there. But anyway, so back to how we're going to market this to Lisa. We now can imagine that Lisa is a real person. We've spent some time in her head, we understand kind of what she's doing with her day. So let's walk through a day in the life of Lisa. As we've learned, she is a busy working woman. She's 45. So we'll say her alarm goes off at 6am. She's got just a few minutes before she's got to get her high school age kids out the door to school. And so let's say she opens Facebook while she's still in bed, kind of waking up. So we'll head over to Facebook and then we'll type in first time cruise, which pops up a ton of multi-K members. So Lisa is probably already in these if she's already been thinking about doing a cruise for a while and, you know, she's kind of bleary-eyed on Facebook, wishing that she was headed to her cruise instead of to her office, this is somewhere she could find your show. If other people are talking about your show in there, or you are able to talk about your show in there, if anyone is, let's say that there is a post of best things to do at this particular port of call, boom, you drop your episode right there. And you could add your value, so it's not just self-promotion, if that's a port of call that you love. Oh my gosh, when my family went to this place in the Bahamas and we did a dolphin touching experience, I really don't know about cruises. We did this dolphin touching experience. This was awesome. Hear more about it here. And there's a link to Save 20%. That's potentially what that could look like. All right. So back to Lisa. She gets to work and she's on her lunch break and she starts talking with her travel agent who she's booking this with about how she wants to make sure she's getting the most out of her experience. Remember, those are some of her challenges and fears. If you know that people are booking cruises with this particular travel agent, this is a great place to collaborate. Have them on your podcast as a guest to give them some more exposure But also in return, have them share your show with people when they're asking about cruises. So this is somewhere I see in a lot of the female entrepreneur groups that I'm in. I see a lot of travel agents. So I could collaborate with them and be like, hey, Susan, always Susan. Hey, Susan, I would love to have you on my show. It's about cruising. I want to hear your thoughts on why we should book individual cruise lines boom, you're fostering a relationship, it doesn't feel scammy or spammy, and then that person is inclined to share your information. So that's another place that Lisa could find your show. So after work, she's exhausted and she wishes she was packing for her cruise instead of folding laundry, so she's gonna Google first-time cruise stories. Remember, she wants to hear those anecdotes. If you have done your work to make your SEO work for you, That will present your episodes where you've talked about your first cruise and how it made you fall in love with cruises, and you take one every year since, or it's going to come up with that series where you're interviewing other people about their cruise experiences. Those are those anecdotes that she wants to hear. This is somewhere else that Lisa could find your show. So just that alone offers three opportunities in one day for Lisa to find you. This is not just Lisa. Lisa is our avatar. Lisa is the person who breathes life into your target audience, but there are a bajillion Lisa's. According to Statista.com, despite the sharp annual increase, the volume of global cruise passengers remained below pre-pandemic levels, totaling 20.4 million in 2022. I mean, this is a huge amount of people that could be interested in your show. You've got a pool of 20.4 million, and apparently that's a low number. So that is how many people could potentially be in your target audience. Think about who you want to listen. Maybe all of those 20.4 million are not it for you. If you really want to focus on, you know, like in Cruisin' with Katie, your first cruise over 40, it's going to be a smaller demographic, but you're going to be able to speak more directly to them. If you're doing this show and you're trying to appeal to people like Lisa, you're not maybe going to talk about the Disney Cruise Line. That's just maybe not going to be who resonates with your show. And as always, make sure that your offer feels like value. I talk about this time and time and time again, but don't be pushy. Don't make getting people to listen to you about you. Make it a gift to your listener. When you spend the day in the life of your listener, it helps you understand where they're spending their time and how you fit into it. So while podcasting is a free medium, it does cost life. It takes time. It takes energy. So make sure that you're appealing to the people who that's going to feel like an investment and not a waste. Hey, don't mind if I do. I'm just cutting in for a minute to share something exciting ever thought about making a podcast that doesn't feel overwhelming if you're listening to the show then i know you're curious about making the best podcast you can and that's where sonivia comes in i'm your podcast launch specialist and i'm here to take your show from concept to content I've immersed myself in the world of podcasting for years, and I have got the knowledge and industry secrets to help make your show the success that we both know it can be. If you're ready to take the leap and start sharing your voice with the world, head on over to sonivia.com and snag your free call. Let's chat. Oh, and by the way, the party's still on. I decided to keep celebrating until Halloween. So mention Up an Octave when booking your call before October 31st for a cool $50 off of your launch. Let's make some podcasting magic together. Your dream show awaits! Anyway, now back to the good stuff. All right, so today's question comes from Sheridan over at Embodied Entrepreneur anxiety-free and profitable business by healing trauma with the nervous system. She asks, why are podcasts so important? And this is obviously a huge question that doesn't have an easy or straightforward answer. But to me, my true north and the reason I do what I do is because I believe that podcasts connect us. I don't think that the reason that so many people both started tuning into and creating podcasts during the pandemic is because they had so much free time all of a sudden. Podcasts help us connect and engage with people like us and they give us the opportunity to learn from people who are different from us. This is why I believe that equitable representation in podcasting is vital. I believe that everyone should be able to see themselves on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, And I believe that we should be able to peer through those windows to learn from those folks who are not the same as us. I think podcasting provides such an authentic way for us to almost eavesdrop on those conversations to learn, especially when we're having difficult conversations. If we're talking about unpacking our own racism or we're talking about learning how to be better allies to queer folks, I think that podcasting. Because it is so intimate, allows us to feel like we're having a conversation, but it makes us sit with those feelings and doesn't afford us the opportunity to interrupt, to insert our perspective. It is purely just something that we get to listen. And then we get to kind of distill those thoughts and the feelings that come up. And I think that that's where we can have those conversations with the people we're interacting with in our real life. I think sometimes when we're engaging in other mediums, especially like social media, it's so accessible for us to insert ourselves that I think when you listen to a podcast, you get to just be an observer. That connection is so vital. I also think that the information aspect is huge. I mean, hopefully you are feeling like you're learning from this podcast. I listen to so many incredible shows that teach me and... Also, just for entertainment, I think that podcasts are such a wonderful way to get a laugh for the day or to feel like you've gotten a a touching, heartwarming story that you can share. I believe that that connection, that education, that inspiration is why podcasting continues to grow. We see that podcasting is important by the amount of new listeners we're seeing every single year. Thank you so much for your question, Sheridan. I love the more thought-provoking ones too. Obviously, I love ones that are like about tech, but I really love when I get to talk about podcasting as an art form. If you have a question that you would like for me to answer, head over to sonivia.com slash listen. I can't wait to help you out. And now one more thing, if you've been on the fence about starting or revamping your show, remember that this is the last week to get in on my launch special. So take advantage of that $50 off of your package. I've had some really fantastic people get in on this and I want to add you to the ranks. All right, that's it for today. I'm back next week on Halloween to talk about very appropriately when podcasting feels scary. In the meantime, share this episode with a friend who's struggling with their podcast reach. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And while you're there, drop me a rating or review because just like your show, mine needs those to grow. The conversation keeps going over on Instagram, and I share even more podcasting tips and tricks at Sonivia Studios. So head on over there, and thank you for helping me take podcasting up an octave.